Hey everyone, this is Shirley Brown, and this is the eighth episode of the Unapologetically You podcast. This podcast is dedicated to the unique voice of every woman and to you living your life without apology. Here you can explore owning and unapologetically bringing your unique voice to your life, your work, your community, and the world. You can listen to all episodes and to sign up for our mailing list so that you won't miss any future episodes by going to www.unapologeticallyliving.com. By the way, we're also now available on iTunes, so you can find us there and follow us on iTunes. With that, let's jump into today's episode. Welcome to the Unapologetically You podcast with our host, Shirley Brown. Unwavering in her commitment that people live life from what matters most, Shirley brings unique skills from 30 years of transformational conversations and thousands of hours of experience in working with groups and individuals as a coach. She designs programs and offers coaching sessions which skillfully guide people toward the clarification and realization of living life aligned with what truly matters to them. Shirley is a master of transformational conversations. So this is our eighth episode, and today's episode is a little bit different than any of the episodes we've done up until now in that it's a recording that I did specifically for today. Um, you know, when, you're, when you have an idea about something that you want to create and bring it into existence, it takes something. And um, as I was moving along and we we're getting ready for the next series of episodes to come out, I really felt like I wanted to take a moment and pause and kind of bring you in on um, what it's been like uh, putting this podcast together, what it is that's uh, motivating the doing of it, why are we doing it, and where it is that we're headed. So that's what this episode is about. I hope that um, you enjoy the conversation and that you find yourselves in what it is that I'm sharing about, particularly with relationship to those dreams that you have that you want to bring into reality or those visions. So with that, let's jump into today's episode. You know, probably one of the biggest challenges is um, being clear about what you want to say. The other day I was listening to a podcast or something, um, maybe it was a book, I'm not sure what it was, but I was listening to something and there was a line that really struck me and that was, if you don't have anything to say, don't say anything. But what about those times when you have something to say, but you don't quite know how to say it? Um, that's been my experience for the past six months is that I know I have something to say, but I don't quite know how to say it. And uh, for that reason, Unapologetically You was born. It's like, oh, this is what I'll do. I'll put it inside of a podcast. So today is our eighth episode, and I'm still working on figuring out exactly what it is that I have to say and how to say it in a way that's interesting or succinct, precise. Because a lot, of the, a lot of what it is that I have to say comes from 
my own insights, my own sense that there's something needed in the world today, that my own belief that women, um, that we hold a key, not because of our sex, but because of the innate qualities and characteristics that women bring with them, our in uh, our um, our our emotional life, right? The the degree to which we are emotional, have emotions, uh, our intuition, our nurturing qualities and abilities, the way that we are concerned about relationship, probably foremost, and many other things. So Unapologetically You was born because I was observing with my clients, as well as with friends and family, how women don't always think or know, more importantly know, that their voice is important, that their voice matters, that their point of view is not only valid, but that it it brings something to the table that's important, that needs to be heard, that needs to be seen. And my belief, and if you will, evidence for that, is if you look at the state of the world right now, you know, there's something missing in people relating to one another effectively. There's something missing in us caring for the planet. There's something missing in that families are divided. There's something missing in that um, in our political landscape, the kind of name-calling and disrespect that occurs between one person and another um, one party and another, if you believe in one thing or you believe in another thing, the name calling, the, you know, just the the separation, the divide that there is between all of us. You know, many, many years ago, I think I was 19, I had this little, this little plaque, it was about this big, and it was on my desk. Um, it was really my, probably my, one of my first jobs that was really an important job. And it said, united we stand, divided we fall. And I thought that was really cool. At the time, it was about me and my uh, and the man that I was in a relationship with. And uh, we ended up, we divided and we ended up not being together forever. But, but united we stand, divided we fall. I am amazed by the degree to which there's a seemingly increased division between people. Um, and between people in our country, between people in the world, the, there's just been an increase in that. And um, I believe that when we take the time to stop and talk about things that really matter, talk about what it is that we really truly want in life, talk about the degree to which we love and care for other human beings, or the degree to which what's underneath our anger is love. We take the time to slow things down and talk about that. Talk about what our experience is like living today. That when we do that, something happens where the division, that divide, 
disappears. We start to come closer and closer together because when we, when we see each other, when I see you or you see me, not my skin color, not my hair, not my color of my eyes or, you know, not uh, your faith or your ethnic up, you know, ethnic background. But when we see each other, when we see the core of what's in each other, all of that other stuff disappears. And I think sometimes we're f- afraid to see each other because really the truth is maybe we're afraid to be seen ourselves. Mm, sorry, that <laughs> moved me. Um, so Unapologetically You is a platform that we've designed for women to be seen. And they'll be seen by being heard. To start with, we may divine, you know, we're talking about, you know, what does the future hold? Um, probably workshops, probably maybe conferences. We don't know yet. But right now where we're starting is in providing a platform for women of different walks of life, different ethnic backgrounds, different religious beliefs, different upbringings, different socioeconomic um, uh, backgrounds from where we come. To have a place for women to come and to be seen and to be heard, that essence of who we are, versus that when I pass by, you see what you see. You know, you might see that I'm black, or you might see that I'm white, or you might see that I wear a scarf because I'm practicing Muslim, or you might see that I'm old, or you might see that I'm beautiful and young. And whatever the automatic beliefs that come up when you see somebody, and it's automatic, we all have biases, biases, I love that word, um, we all have them, and we all have thoughts that are racist in nature. Um, I know myself when I am in a public place and I see someone who's different than me, the first thought that comes up, it comes up and is so quickly suppressed by the second thought. Um, And that first thought is some sort of judgment, some sort of they're different than me, they're separate than me. Oh my gosh, they're black. Oh my gosh, they're Muslim. Oh my gosh, they're, you know, like there's a separateness that's first there. Then the second thought is, no, we're not separate. And then there's this kind of scrambling around trying to figure out how to connect with someone. But then I don't know how because in the background there's this, oh, but we're different. And I don't know what's appropriate, what's inappropriate, right? I don't know if you ever have that experience, but that is an ongoing experience that I grapple with. Um, So this podcast, Unapologetically You, is for you. It's for your voice. It's for all women like you, like me, like every other woman, like the essence of what it is to be a woman for us to talk about, be heard, explore, and um bring to life the experience of being a woman, the experience of wanting to make a difference, the experience of feeling suppressed or suppressing our own selves, and how do we 
bring ourselves forth, even though we might feel like we can't? How do we keep going when we don't think it's possible to keep going? Um, <laughs> and I, I, uh, the emotion that's there for me about that is that there are times where I just want to quit. Like, oh my God, what did I take on? How could I do this? This is something I, I envision that's so vital and important to so many women. And, uh, you know, I know that like with any project that's worth doing, when you start it off, there's always a moment where it's like, oh God, this is a stupid idea. It's going to take too much. I don't know that I have what it takes. Why should anybody listen to me? Blah, 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 blah. Right? I'm sure you know what I'm talking about. But together we can... Um, we can bring about a new reality in this world. We can nurture into existence a place where our children don't see differences as skin color, faith, or ethnicity. Um, where what they see is a being, a playmate, a friend, a lifelong friend, someone who they share um, their life with over time. Um, as women, I believe we're the ones who could bring peace to this world. Yeah, and I know it's like, well, how could little old me do that? Well, believe me, I have that thought all the time. How could little old me do that? But if I don't try, if I don't give it my all, and if you don't give it your all, in whatever way that is, if it's being on the PTA or Board of Education or simply taking the time to read to your children at night and talk to them when they're upset about something. We all together, united, we stand, united can bring about a new reality in the world. So that's... Um, in the background, what Unapologetically You is about. That's why it is that we are doing what we do. Um, excuse my little disappearance there for a second. I had to get a tissue. So, so, what, so, what, so that's the reason for bringing this podcast and this work into existence. Now, I also want to talk about what do we want to accomplish and we had a, I have a team of really incredible women that are working with me, and, and to that end, I want to thank them. And that's um, Kate Dudek, who's my, she's like my, uh, my cohort, always there next to me, uh, my technical person. Kate Dudek is a, a, a great support of the podcast and all of the work that we're doing. And Donna Ritz, who's another great listener and support person and Joan Hengem. So that's my, the three women that I called on when I knew that there was something that I wanted to bring into existence, but I didn't quite know what it was. And I just called them and I said, could you guys please just take an hour and a half every other week and just listen to me? Just let me talk. And they all said, yes. Um, <laughs> they said, yes. And were so generous in uh, for week after week, you know, every other week for, I think we started that in the fall 
until the middle of December. So it was for a couple of months, probably, I don't know, six or seven times, an hour and a half each time, um, would just listen to me talk, tell my story. Where did I come from? What are the different experiences I've had? What are the visions I've had? What are the dreams I've had? And what are the frustrations? And what are the learnings? And I just kept talking and talking and talking. And as I continued to talk, in uh, December, that's when all of a sudden it went, it just struck me from, I'm not quite sure where, I'm going to do a podcast. And they were like, great, you know, excited, cheered, cheered me on and actually were the first guests on the podcast in the conversations that we had um, in the first six uh, episodes, or no, I'm sorry, the first episode two through episode seven we uh, explored the world of emotion and the importance of emotion. And they were my guests on those episodes. Uh, some of them were on all of those episodes. Some of them were on most of them. And then I had a few other guests come in and join us as well. So um, Kate and so we had another conversation recently. I, I re confer with them on a regular basis. And we were talking about what do we want to accomplish? You know, what's a measurable result that we could put into the game that we could say, okay, here's our game. Here's what it is we want to make happen. And how will we know that we were successful with this podcast? And as we talked it through, the thing that came up with, uh, one of the things that we came up with is we need to have a way to measure it. We need to have some measure that we could look at now and we could look at later and say oh look it rose that measure rose and so we know that we've made a difference with regards to women's voices and as i just said women's voices is one of the uh one of the important aspects of this podcast is that what we want is that the women who are touched by it and the women that those women touch begin to think for themselves in a deeper and more meaningful way so thinking for yourself and speaking for yourself. So where it is that there's something that needs to be said that we don't say it, finding a way to say it, saying what you think, saying what you believe. And I know that that can be risky. I know that that could feel like you could lose your job. You could lose a relationship. You could lose all kinds of things by saying what it is that you believe, but our thinking first for ourselves, having that capacity to question and do the research and, you know, Google, a, Google when someone says something to you and you don't buy it, it just doesn't make sense. Or you have a hunch that something isn't quite right somewhere to do the thinking, go find out what it is, do the research, find it out. And the research isn't like, you know, you've got to go and do 20 hours of research and you might. But it could be as simple as doing some Googling. It could be reading some documents. It could be reading some articles or a book. But do the research and begin to think for yourself, thinking for oneself. Um, it's important. And then the second part is uh, of speaking for yourself. So when you begin to think for yourself, and I'm not saying that you who are listening to this, me speak right now, that you don't think for yourself. But I bet that there's another level to which you could take the thinking for yourself. There may be aspects or corners of your life or corners of the way that you relate to the world where maybe you 
would like someone else to do the thinking and you just want to have them think and then you'll act based on what they think. Um, gosh, I do that. I, I do it from time to time. I ask my husband to tell me what he thinks and then I'll interview him and then I'll make up my own decision. But it's it takes work to think sometimes. Anyway, so thinking for yourself. When you begin to do that, you start to form your own opinions. You form your own point of view. And that point of view is very unique. It's informed by what it is that you've learned. It's informed by your experience in life. And it's informed by your own intuition, your own sense of, gosh, something isn't quite right here. Or, hmm, I think we need to go in this new direction. Or I have a feeling we're going in a new direction. And we should really be changing the way that we're relating to one another or to the world. So those are some examples. Speaking for yourself, begin speaking out what it is that you are thinking. What are your opinions? What are your points of view? And, you know, we've lived, we've lived in a man's world for our entire lives. It's been a, a patriarchal society for, for a very, very, very long time. But this is a really important time right now where women's voices are being heard and there's still a long way to go. There's still a lot of uh, West, you know, to a conquer. But, but step by step, when we start thinking for ourselves and we start speaking for ourselves and we start speaking what it is that we believe, oh, you know, I actually don't believe that. I don't quite, no, I'm, I don't believe what, that's not my opinion, doesn't match what it is you just said. Here's what I think. And then be able to stay in the conversation and be able to stand with your opinion, with your point of view. And I know that when I say that, what comes up for me, and I think may come up for many of you, is our emotions. Sometimes when we get into those kinds of situations, our emotions can take the best of us. We can become angry and lose it inside of anger. We can become sad, we can become upset, and we lose it inside of crying or upset. So it's important for us to learn to understand our emotion, to understand what is it that's behind that, to do the growth, the emotional growth, where it is that our speaking is getting caught up and where we can't give our point of view and our opinions because of our emotion. And, um, you know, we were wired as women, as female, the brain, the female brain was wired to have more emotion, to recognize relationship, to see from an emotional realm more than uh, the male brain is wired. Now, I also don't want to leave that as a generalization because I know some very... Um, empathetic and um, extraordinary men who are connected to the emotion, their emotional realm. But I want to say this as a generalization as part of what it is that women in having conversations where we speak what it is that we believe, that we're able to do that in a way and stay open, to be able to continue to hear, and also at the same time to be able to stand in our point of view and our opinion, and engage in the conversation. Um, and we will learn something from it, and so will the people that we engage with. So um, speaking for yourself is important. Um, 
giving your voice to what you believe, you know, and that could be as simple as, you know, voting, you know, when we were talking about this, what's one of the measures that we could have? And I know I mentioned that and I rambled off a little bit and I apologize for, for that. But one of the measures that we looked at was, well, how will we know if this podcast and our work is making a difference? And one of the things that we agreed on was the number of women who vote in the 2020 presidential election. And it's not about we want you to vote for who we believe in. This isn't a Democratic or a Republican perspective that we're going after having you vote our way. It's not about that at all. It's about doing your own thinking, voicing your own opinion, and giving your voice to what it is that you believe, right? So, and if uh, an if there is an increase in the number of women who do that and they vote, uh, more women are voting from that. I believe that the world would be a better place and our different perspectives and points of view will uh, will show up in public administration. By the way, voting is women voting is not just something that uh, we're looking at in the United States. It's also around the world. I have a very dear friend, um, Edna Masanga, who has an extraordinary um, online magazine called The International Woman. If you haven't uh, ever heard of it, check it out. You can Google The International Woman and see it. She's, she's incredible. Anyways, she's from Zimbabwe. And one of the things that Edna first ever told me was that the, the majority of human beings in Zimbabwe are female. But it's always the country is run repeatedly over and over and over again by male men. And the number of women who vote is very small. So it's not just a, a one country phenomenon, this business of women's voices mattering and uh, being exercised. It's really something that's global. So being able to uh, measure um, our effectiveness in women uh thinking for themselves, um, speaking for themselves, and um, saying what it is that they believe, one of the measures that we're going to uh, explore is the the measure of the number of women voting in the world. Um, we're looking for other measures. That's not going to be our only one. We've just started kind of figuring out what is our game, what is it, where we're headed, and um, that's going to be one of them. Um, let me look and see what else there is I wanted to include in this uh, podcast episode. Yeah, the the part about trusting your judgment. Um, we all have core values. And what I mean by core values is that there's an essence to who you are that's been um, with you since you were tiny. Um it was with you all the way through life. Sorry for the ding there. <laughs> Things coming in on my computer. So there's an essence of who we are. There's an essence of what has been important to us. Um, and it's been there since we were children. When you take the time to do the work to identify what those that core essence is and name it, that's what we call your core values. There's a workshop that I offer on core values. Um, um, that's a, for another time. But when you are grounded in what your core values are, 
and you've defined them. You actually defining them like the dictionary defines a word. You define your core values. There, it's like a guidance. Uh, it's like a, it's like a your north star. It's like you can always check in with that. You know when things are not honoring. You know you'll be in a situation where perhaps one of your core values is not being honored, and inevitably when that happens, you will have emotion rise. You will perhaps get angry. You perhaps might get uh, uh, frustrated, or you may get passionate. Um, but there will be an emotion that rises, and that emotion rising is an indicator that there is a core value that's at play. It's either not being honored or it's not being respected, and it brings up emotion in you. Um, to the contrary, when you're in a situation where your core values are being honored, um, that is when you have the experience of well-being. That's when the experience of like things are good, things are right. So... Um, trusting your own judgment has everything to do with this inner strength and understanding of yourself, of you knowing deeply and very groundedly what it is that you value, what it is that's important to you. And when it is that emotion rises being able to know that that's one of your core values at, at play. And then how do you navigate the situation that you're in such that you can and you can honor your core values and you can organize the situation or deal with the situation so that your core values are being honored? So trusting your judgment. So I'm going to just kind of go back to the uh, our goals and unapologetically you. Think for yourself. Speak for yourself. Trust your judgment. Know what your core values are. And learn how to navigate and utilize your emotions as a powerful tool. So that's our goal in all of the episodes that we provide in Unapologetically You. And we're, we've got that one measure of you know the number of women in the world voting. Um, we're looking for additional measures and um, each of our episodes will be different. We'll have different conversations, but in the background, that's really what we're interested in. That's what we're up to. Um, I'm, I'm thrilled to have the partners that I have in working on Apologetically You and we're also looking for some additional partners. So if this work that I'm talking about um, touches you and you're interested and you'd like to participate with us, there's a number of different ways that you can participate. One is by listening to the episodes uh, and sharing those with your friends, sharing them on social media, inviting people to listen to episodes, inviting people to sign up for uh, for receiving the emails about Unapologetically You. Um, the other thing that you could do is, so that's one way that you could participate. The other thing that we're looking for, we're looking for an editor. So we do the recordings for the episodes and then they need to be edited. It's not my forte. I, it's just not my forte. So I'd love to find someone out there who is passionate about this conversation, passionate about the work that we're doing, and who would also like to 
join our team as editor and work with me in editing the episodes and having them be really uh, fun, having them be playful and having them be informative and having them make a difference. So if you're interested in that, please contact me. Um, Another way that we're that you could participate is uh, to step in to a role of community outreach, and that would be being part of the core team and our conversations on how do we expand the podcast and how do we have it reach more and more women. Um, so if you're interested in community outreach, if that's something that strikes you, please let me know. And the third area that we're um, looking for someone to support us with is in grant writing. So we actually, um, you know, we've had some incredible uh, recordings for this podcast. I have one one that's coming up soon. And we know we're on to something. We know that we're touching the cord of something for women. Um, from the feedback that we've gotten from people who've listened to the episodes to the feedback we've gotten from the women who've participated in the recordings for the episodes. And um, we want to develop this into a project that we can um, uh, offer as a uh, potential project for funding to foundations um, or organizations or, or sponsors. So if you're interested and you, you have uh, information or you have knowledge or you're an expert in that area and you love what it is that we're talking about and what it is that we're engaging in, please let me know. We'd love to, um, I'd love to talk with you. And uh, if you'd like to come on board as someone who helps us write grants, that would be fantastic. So let's see. Um, that's what this episode is about today. It's really just kind of letting you into my world as the host of Unapologetically You. And, um, I, you know, I've said before that I know I'm doing exactly what it is that I'm meant to be doing. And I, I do believe that. And it's not always easy. Um, there are moments where, as I said earlier, it's like, oh my gosh, what did I get myself into? And the community of women that are coming together around this podcast is an inspiring community. And we'd love to have you participate in that and be part of that um, in whatever way it is that works best for you. And um, I'm always available at www.unapologeticallyliving.com. You can reach me through that website. And um, I, I am a life coach. So if there's any, you know, if you're looking for someone to assist you in coaching you through a particular transition in your life, reach out, we can have a chat. Um, but more than anything, thank you. Thank you for listening to me this morning or this afternoon or this evening, whatever time of day you're listening, but I'm recording this in the morning time. So thank you for listening. Thank you for hearing. And thank you for being someone who um, drew this to you. You know, I believe that when someone shows up in our lives it's because we drew them to us. So whatever that is that had you draw me and this podcast to you, thank you for that. And um, with that, I'm signing off today unapologetically, Shirley. This podcast is dedicated to you, unapologetically living life with balance, vision, and intentional action. Here you can explore owning your unique voice and unapologetically bringing that voice to your life, your work, your community, and the world. <laughs>